It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, uh, yeah. We got the vibe on deck, bro. Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go. If you could just imagine some dudes into music, get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing. So here we go. Deep Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history. So now what? They got their mics and gizmos. Podcast rapper for DC, what it is, Mo. Yeah. Welcome to Sports and Things, a weekly podcast where we go in depth on sports and music topics of the week. Featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and host Dennis Turner. Welcome to Sports and Things, everybody. I'm your host, Dennis Turner. With me, as always, I got my bros, Trey Ely, John Lane, and Jay Hill. What's up, fellas? Gio. What up? Yeah, yeah, this is the podcast where we musicians who talk sports and we love to talk sports and debate them. And we're going to get right into this week's episode. Um, Wait, before you start, I would like to talk about the Nationals. The Nationals suck. All right, let's go. (laughs) <laughs> put some respect on that the 2019 world series sorry champion, the world the defending the world suck. series champions watch the nationals suck all right well, next subject have, there you have your local sports everybody wraps up local sports so last last weekend uh we saw uh, over seven nfl players get injured uh, most of them were 49ers players and uh, at MetLife Stadium. So I wanted to get you guys' take on the turf there because I know they, they deemed this turf safe to play on um, today. I believe the article came out. But with that many players suffering, that many ACL uh, uh, injuries, what do you guys think about turf versus grass and, like, the whole, like, where, where we're going with this in terms of, like, turf being, like, controversy it's, it's a big thing with play a lot of players are getting hurt playing on turf so john give me your takes on um, on turf versus grass i don't think they're going to change it all all i think they're going to do first of all i thought uh net life was grass but uh i don't think they're going to change the turf because when turf became popular people were all gung-ho about it and you didn't really see a whole lot of injuries i think what they're going to do is they're going to have more inspections uh, before games and more thorough inspections before games. And they're going to have a protocol to say, this is what you need to do before each game to make sure that the turf or grass is playable. And if it doesn't meet those needs, you'll get fined or some sort of reprimand. Um, but I don't, I don't know that they're going to change it. I don't know that there, there's even really a requirement as from, uh, when it comes to grass versus turf. I think it's just all whatever the owners like. Uh, yeah, that's I my take on it. Being like a real thing, like uh, like you you pick turf 
I, I remember turf being like the thing that they were switching to because turf was to be right. better for your knees. Right. So yeah. now you got all these players getting injured with these these. They're not career-ending injuries anymore, but like ten years ago, they were career-ending injuries. Like you, if you had an ACL, you were done. Like you, you know, you weren't you weren't the same player. Now that's like a a year and a half, maybe like one year, year and a half injury. Um, uh, Trey, your thoughts, man. Look at your thoughts. I have the opposite thought of you guys. I remember from, you know, like way back from growing up that turf was always looked at as more dangerous and grass, natural grass was healthier for the uh, athletes. Even at um, FedEx Field? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Fed- wow. FedEx Field is its own <laughs> exception. But, yeah, so I always remember the, um, you know, the turf being known as being more prone to injure people. So I guess I'm not surprised. Well, I mean, but that many, that that many, like it's never well, that it's particular. Never yes, I, I I would say I think it's right. coincidence, man, that that, that many injuries case, happen. No, I think, but also yeah. also there's something to come into play. I mean, they all happen in one place is one thing, but we talked about the no preseason training camp was shortened. And the off season was different because people were quarantined. Man, these guys aren't in the shape that they would normally be in. Like, would we see this many injuries but, in the preseason? Probably yes. not because they're not playing. But they're yes. not playing. They're not playing no. as much though. See, the preseason. I think you're thinking about they ramp up. You're this is about different. Slightly different. It's not the players. It's the fact that one they switch to this because there's less maintenance on turf. That's the biggest reason why we go to turf. I don't have to maintain grass. I don't have to have a crew. I don't have to aerate. I don't have to water. I'm none of that shit. So that's first. Secondly, we don't know if anybody maintained this shit before the game started, before this season started. So you didn't have the same, like you, you didn't have nearly the same amount of attention paid to the turf as you would if the stadium was open and, and regularly occupied, even if it wasn't because, because it was turf, right? Exactly. Because it's turf. So it's like Something. we don't need to really pay attention to it. Just carpet. Just vacuum the shit up. Let's get the game started. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Get, get, get the Dyson out. Wait, wait, wait. We didn't check that corner over there. It don't matter. It's turf. It, nothing happens. Wrong. So, but like yeah. to Trey's point, basically people were getting caught on the shit. Like people were getting held up on turf and you were yeah. getting people that would like tear an ACLs because they couldn't cut right. But of course with with the technological advancement of everything and we can manufacture shit. I think we are going to see the main reason you don't see it also because more owners want um, more owners want a dome. More owners want the ability to have a sunroof as opposed to just an all year open stadium. Because again, you get made, you get maintenance issues. If, you, if I have turf exposed all year round, it's not as good because it gets faded or just weather elements. It's not made to really withstand all that stuff. If I can close the roof on it, it's a bit different. So, and if you have a permanently that, closed dome, you can't grow yeah, grass I, in there. So you exactly. got yeah. So it's one. It's, and I, it's, I, I think also, also to, to piggyback on what Jay said, it's it's also about getting a dome, but it's also about creating an overall visual experience. You can't do that in an open open stadium. You can't have a hundred foot screen. You can't. It'll get wet. It'll get I mean, wet. You can't just, well, no, dog, we got technology for everything, dude. We can. I mean, we can yeah, put, but like. See, the, the Mercedes Benz dome is like ridiculous. And I can't imagine the, what the, the fucking LA dome is, is like now. Like, but there is just, there are ways to work around everything. You can tell me, look, I want the shit to be open all year round, but I want the size 
I want I want a type of screen that um, AT and T Stadium has, but combine it with LA Stadium with the Ram Stadium. So there are ways to get around it. It's just a matter of if you want to pay for it, and yeah, then yeah, you, keep it up. You're talking. That's you're talking about. You're, you're talking about maintaining something in all weather conditions as opposed to maintaining control of the weather conditions in a dome, right? So like your cost, your cost factor, like it's is less you control the climate and you can control the temperature and you control the weather. So if you spend five hundred million dollars on a big ass TV to go around a whole dome, it's in a dome. It's not gonna get wet. It's not gonna have you're not gonna have the maintenance issues. But you're you're also forgetting that people want to have even though we are generation and generation and generation removed, we, we still have people that want old school football. What happened to the mud? What happened to all that shit? You can't get that. You can't get that shit anymore because everything is enclosed. You can play football all year round. Yeah. Like you there, I mean, those are the same people. Those are the same people who want to, uh, who want to stand in the stadium and be snowed on just like the players. Like they want to get, down and dirty just like everybody else while right nowadays but but, but yeah but, but nowadays don't have those those te- advancements but, but, but nowadays I think, very... I think it is a generational thing because nowadays you're starting to see more women come to games and most of those women are not fans comfort. of football they, they want, literally they go comfort. they want the comfort so, they want to be able to take their coat yeah. off drink yeah. a beer and not get dirty and not get cold or any of that yeah. stuff i get you so yeah, we know the people that want that could go to college games, though, right? Like the people that want that experience of like being out in the snow or being out in the rain. It, it seems like colleges colleges ain't gonna catch up to the technology that the NFL has. Am I correct? Like the, college is gonna college is definitely a different animal. I mean, the from 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 the way that it's hyped to the way that they. I mean, college is a completely uh, different animal that you would expect that type of hype and behavior uh, as opposed to a professional uh, football team, in my opinion. Um, sure. But I'm, I'm saying a lot of people who say they want that experience, are they're really experiencing it from a distance, right? They want to see it. They want to see these players play in the snow. They want to see that. They don't, they don't really want to sit out, out there in the snow exactly. like that. I mean, it, it's like 5% of the people who really want to do that. And right. what I do remember about turf is I remember they changed, people were changing their style of cleats to play on turf exactly. uh, years right. ago. The, I remember again, that. So then, Again, yeah. that's the monetary thing. Like, I got to have yeah. two sets of cleats to play in this league? Yes, because sometimes we play teams that have grass. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, you're not buying thing. cleats. You're not buying cleats if you no, play yeah, in but the, the NFL. But the team, in, the owner the longer cleats the were, uh The longer cleats were, were causing knee injuries when people were trying to yeah. cut, so they, they went to the shorter cleats. So it's – I mean, there, there have been various issues with turf over the years that I can remember, you know what I'm saying? So – it seems equally as or a little just equally as dangerous now as it was back then. There may have been adjustments by the players or or uh what they wear, but turf has always been an issue. Well, wait, they don't wear cleats on turf. That's what I'm saying. Like they they, they people like were changing. Sneakers. They yeah, they well, were they, they got the little pieces. It's like yeah, little, it's just, little it's nub joint. Not the metal, not the metal joint. Yeah, it's just yeah. lower. Yeah, you, you know, four-inch cleats or one-inch cleats. That's really I, I do agree with Jay. I, I do agree, Jay. You make some very good points. Um I just don't think at this point, uh, and I know we got to move on, but I don't think at this point they're really thinking too much about it right now. I think the excuses that are going to be made up are are that there wasn't a preseason and no one was really prepared. And this is just, you know, injuries happen. And the fact that all of these injuries came in one game is purely coincidental. And and we're going to, we're going to, 
I know you said we got to move on, but even still, you got to remember, like, we were, we were in the plans of fixing the turf. Everything got backed up because of COVID. We couldn't get the shipments of this. We couldn't get that's that. What I, so, no, no, so you're right. I mean, it's all the you're same right. thing. You're right. Okay. You're right. You're right. Well, Six okay. in one hand, half a dozen the other. There you yeah, go. There you go. Throw it up in the air, watch fall down. It's, it's all good. Oh. <laughs> At the end of the just day, we'll, we'll oh, just okay. see how this turf story develops. Um, I don't even know how many teams actually use turf versus grass in the NFL, but I think if the injuries begin to become a thing, they're going to have to really take a, a, a really good look at um, players getting injured over, I mean, because that's money for them. If players get injured, they have to spend money on medical, and that's, that's not something they really want to do. Clearly, they don't want to do that. Moving on. Oh, I'll be remiss if I don't mention that we have a special guest because he interjected into the last segment. So I'm just going to introduce him. No, 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 it's cool. I'm going to introduce him. He couldn't help himself. Couldn't help himself. (laughs) He's like, I got to get into this shit. They talk shit. Yeah, I was hype. I was like, wait, can I speak for him? (laughs) So we have, I'm going to do a quick intro and then we're going to do the official intro for the second segment. But we're going to introduce our brother, Trek Life. Welcome to the show. Yeah. What up, man? Thank y'all for having me. What up, bro? Yeah, what What up, what up? I'll give you guys the official read of his bio when we take our first break. We come back from first break. But since he's already here, we're going to move on to the next segment. And it's, I want to know, top-ranked players in key positions on the offensive side of the ball. We've only had two weeks of football so far. So just give me a quick, it's going to be a, it's going to be a fire off. We're going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to name a position. You give me your, you give me your player. Uh, and we can start with Trek since he's the guest. Oh, so let me know when rough. you're ready. Can <laughs> <laughs> we just do like two positions in the end? Yeah, yeah. Just, just all Raiders. Whatever works for you. You're not saying you're right, but you might be wrong. Because, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm about to fail on these names. So let's do this. We, we in week two, but you can name players that played back in the 90s if you feel more comfortable. Wow. Give me your time. 1982 right? Super Bowl champion Raiders. Bo Jackson. Hey. Uh, you know, he's retired, right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, look, I was getting ready to go there, so don't no, take my answers. <laughs> I know, like, yo. Can I get Tech Mobile Bo Jackson? Can I get that? <laughs> For real. <laughs> For real. <laughs> All right, but give me give me your top ranked quarterback so far, two weeks into the league. Oh man, this is rough, man. I, I like what Cam Newton looks like with the Patriots right now. And I know a lot of people are gonna, you know, kind of call out some of the flaws or whatever, but I I, I like what he looks like um with the Patriots. So right now okay. it's, it's Cam. Okay. Wide uh wide receiver. <sighs> I'm pass. I'm a pass. Honestly, I haven't, I haven't, I really have not dug into football because we still knee deep in basketball season. So yeah, for just, sure, for sure. All right, so yeah, I let you off the hook. You, you're good. You gave me your quarterback. We'll step cool. there. I'll go. I'll go to Jay Hill. All right, Jay Hill. Let me know when you're ready. We'll go. Ooh, quarterback. 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 I'm going with uh, Wilson, man. Okay. Uh, running back. Running back. Oh, this is a tough one. Um, no, it's not. Uh, man, <laughs> it is to me, man. Uh, Jay get dark card. Yeah, oh, Jay got dark card. Jay is coming from the south. Oh man, right now. Oh man, I, you got to say your running back over, man. I didn't yeah. hear that. I said Hunt. Okay. Okay. Green okay. Hunt. Uh, wide receiver. Wide receiver. Um, well, it's hard. See, this. Um, I really, I want. I really want. This shit is hard. I really want it to be AJ Green. 
So that's what I'm going to say because I'm going to put that in the universe. AJ Green. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You know this is based on you know this is based on stats, right? <laughs> like, this is based on what they're actually future, doing. Future stats. <laughs> that's what we're going with. We're going with. <laughs> I said, future I said, stats. Two, I said, two weeks in. Give me your top rank. You name it for week eight. What, what, what said, are you doing? Two, two weeks in the future. <laughs> It's yeah. like 1984. All right, okay. Tight end. Tight end. Um, well, man. I feel a I feel a Bengal steam going on here, but my man just got hurt. So um man, I don't know. I'm gonna have to tight end. That's tough, man, because I tight end had he had like he had like two touchdowns already. Three, two, three touchdowns, and now he's hurt. So uh, I don't know, man. Well, you know, your, your man got off the other day. He, he like before he got injured, he was he was getting right. Injured. See, that's what I'm saying. So, uh, but you can still do know, it, it was, it's week two. We talking about week two. You can still name him if that's your if that's your guy. I mean, it's the problem is. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Yuzoma. I'm going with him. That's right. that's my tight end because he. he, right. he, he Lastly. Offensive line. Offensive line all together. So uh, so this is a group one. I'm going to go uh, with uh, Seattle. Good I'm going to go with Seattle because okay. they making Wilson look right. good. I mean, Wilson just looks good, but having an offensive you gotta line. You got to have people. Not, yeah. It's not, have it's people. not hurting him at all. Okay. Okay. Right. okay. Uh, next up, Jay Hill. Uh, Jay Hill. No, John that Lee. was me. <laughs> Quarterback, let's go. Um, quarterback, yeah, I'm gonna agree with Jay and say uh, Russell Wilson. Okay, running back, uh, Alvin Alvin Kamara for the Saints. Wide receiver, wide receiver. That's you know, tough. even though his even though his team really sucks, I'm I'm gonna stick with Julio Jones because. Um, I think he's the one, the only reason that the Falcons can even stay in the game when they can. The reason they can't stay in the game is Matt Ryan and their and their coach. Is, it, is, it <laughs> is he he's injured? injured? He's injured right now. He had a hamstring. He pulled a hamstring. Just, so yeah, out. just this past week. Yeah, this past week. He did, I don't even uh-huh. know if he played last week, but I know he's out. Yeah. Oh shit! I See? didn't know that. Okay. See. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Juju Smith uh, Schuster of the of the Steelers. Okay, uh, tight end Travis Kelsey and offensive line. I am sticking with the head honcho of the New England Patriots offensive line. Oh, okay, I like nice. that. Okay, Trey. But Cam does see Cam got more work now, so he only had to do as much. I got it. He won't. Go. He, he won't. He won't get sacked nearly as much. Right, right. Keep on Cam, Cam right, ran right. for over like 200 yards so far, right? That's, right, that's right. the only reason why he gets sacked. <laughs> right. That's the only reason why he gets sacked. He crambles he, too much. Runs. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he, he's ran for more touchdowns than he's thrown so far this season. So Right, yeah. So, okay. Trey, quarterback? Uh, quarterback, Haskins. Russell Wilson. He's a Haskins. Do you say Haskins? Whoa. He's a Haskins. <laughs> hey. I thought I heard him say Haskins. <laughs> I thought my bad. That's my bad. I thought I heard him say Haskins. Okay. Yeah, quarterback. Quarterback. I, I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. I, I got I got a quarterback. I got a quarterback. 
I got a trick. I got a trick question for Trey. Owner. <laughs> no, I'm joking. All 31 owners that are not Dan Snyder. <laughs> what about the Detroit Lions owner? <laughs> yeah. All right, okay. Related. Running back. Running back. Um, what's his name? Aaron jo- was Jones in Green Bay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're uh, they're killing. Him? Um, Metcalf, DK Metcalf. I knew you were gonna say that. He's gonna Tied be in. a beast. Tight end. Oh, tight end? Uh, uh, skip. Skip? Okay. Uh, <laughs> offensive line. <laughs> pass, pass. Pass. Like, pass the offensive line, too? All no, right. No, okay. no, offensive line? No. Uh, Red uh, Green Bay. I mean, I'm sorry. I can't say that. Oh, God. Green man. Bay. Green Bay. Green Bay, wow. man. They are running over really? everybody. They are, they are running over good, everybody. Man. The boys Green are running. Good. They look good right they now. Look, they look regular season good, which is yeah. – since this is technically pretty I mean, you asked us this question after week two, so we're doing the best we can. <laughs> yeah, I, I got you. I got you. Um, all right. I'll, I'll give mine, and then we can move on. I think our uh, quarterback, I am also going to go with Russell Wilson. I think he is going to be the MVP this season. Like, he's playing out of his mind. I think those when those rankings come out for Madden, it just kind of pisses people off, and it makes them play. Which is weird because it's a video game that makes people want to play better to get a better rating on a video game. Not how much whatever, money whatever motivates you. Whatever motivates you, my friend. Hey, hey, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Uh, running back, I would like to say Derrick Henry because he's scary. Yeah. But I'm going to go with Alvin Kamara because he's scarier. Yeah. <laughs> um, wide receiver, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with DeAndre Hopkins. Like, mm. I, bet I was you thinking know. about Hop. I was thinking about D Hop. Really Hopkins was. torched the, the football team last. I mean, he to- a listen. He can. He was targeted like shit, though. I mean, you can't. Listen, he was targeted. He, he, didn't, make, he, didn't, he didn't have as big a game as he could have. No, I was going like, to say no. no he sure, wasn't the thing. Sure. It was the quarterback. Yeah, he only had one yeah. touchdown. But here's the thing about here's the thing about and that was a blown cover. I said it before, right? Here's the thing about D-Hop that I've said before. He's dropped. Now yes. he's dropped one pass in three years. Yeah. He's been targeted yeah. over 250 times. He's dropped one Crazy. pass. So yeah, that's, that's pretty, that's that pretty type funny. of productivity is like, it's scary on paper and it's scary in person. So I'm going to pick D-Hop. Um, tight end, I'm going to go Travis Kelsey because he's just, he's, and I mean, you put him, you line him up, and you have a, a linebacker check him. He can he can dust the linebacker. You put a safety on him, he can get past the safety. You put a you put anybody on him on the defense defense front, he can get past them, and he's just a really effective player. He's a perfect tight end for Patrick Mahomes, and when he starts to make moves in the pocket, so I'm gonna pick him. Uh, offensive line, I'm going to also go with the Green Bay Packers because without an offensive line. Aaron Rodgers is not Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that's just that's just what it is. So that's that segment. Okay, we got past that. And we 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 have to do this again in like maybe like six weeks when we got more stats and people can actually see what's was was kind of how it's kind of laying out. Um, I'm going to get into the the next segment, which is the Washington Football Team, and I want to change. Fire the owner. 
<laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> I want I want to change the question because I know we were talking about real life rankings versus video game rankings, and you know we'll do that segment later for the gamers and all that stuff. But I want to get a real life prediction or like uh, on what you guys think the outcome of this season is with the head coach that we have here in Washington right now. Like we know this is the rebuilding year, or this is a this is a building year for the franchise. So let's do a trajectory of the next two years. Playoff team or bust? John Lane. Bust. Bust. I mean. <laughs> I was not I, expecting that. Listen, I, You guys praise the shit out of Rivera every week. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, dissipating my, uh, my hype for Rivera, but I think it's just going to take a while. Because what needs to happen is they need they need the they they need to clean. I mean, maybe maybe in three years, maybe in three years. I still I I think it's going to be a very slow process, and it's all going to be because of Dan Snyder. As long as Dan Snyder's the owner, he's going to slow things down. Um, they need to go in the draft. They need depth in their offensive line. They need a serious defensive back cleansing. Because we haven't had good defensive backs in over a decade. Uh, and it's going to take a lot of time. I like the defensive line. I like a couple of inside linebackers. So I'm going to say bust for right now. But I do think that Ron, uh, Ron Rivera is on the right track and will get us there. I'm going to say four years. You think they're going to give him four years to, put, to bring the team around? No, no, no. I'm going to say we'll, we'll be a playoff team in four years if they let Ron Rivera do what he's supposed to do. Okay. Trey. I just told uh, him to say before Trey, Trey, before you talk, that is utter ridiculousness. Go ahead, Trey. <laughs> <laughs> Bust. I mean, like, dude, the, the coach who you write, I do uh, praise. I am a big fan of his, um, both as a coach, a leader, well, all three, coach, leader, and as just a football player. Uh, or his character, I was going to say, coach, leader, and his character. Um, far as um, this season, if you listen to him talk, he's talking about teachable moments and opportunities to teach and train and develop the players. Like, he's not trying to win no – he's barely trying to win the games. I mean, he's trying to win them if he can, but he's trying to teach and, and develop his team. Um, so yeah. he knows what he's got, and he said it. When he came in, he said it. He said, we took a look at the team. He said, we got a lot of good, a nucleus of young guys. They need work. They need somebody to spend some time with them. And he said, we need some more pieces too. He, he knows he ain't got it. Uh, I feel so, like so every head coach that comes in here says that. But you're right. Yeah, we've you're we've right. had some quacks that said other things, but I, I don't think we want to get into that conversation right now. But <laughs> we've had I got, a lot, I got, a whole lot of I got. I got two names, Steve Spurrier. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was one I was thinking. I don't know I was thinking it was Jim Zorn. But anyway, Jim <laughs> Zorn, horny for Zorny. Oh, man. All right. So, so anyway, so, so right, yeah, I mean, okay. I don't think it's going to take four years, though. I think that um, Rivera is, uh, you know, better than that. I think that I hope so. I, I think You're that we're right. going to see a lot more productivity out of these young guys we have now because I think Rivera is going to put the effort into them. Um, Rivera and his staff. So I think we're going to improve the existing talent along with augmented with, with additional folks. And I think it will be less than four years. Two to three. 
So neither one of you guys think that he'll be in the hot seat within two years because he did sign a five-year contract with the Washington football team. Man, I don't know what Snyder. No, he's not gonna. He's not gonna be in the hot seat. He's not gonna be in the hot seat because he's gonna make decisions that will make the team better. But I I just don't see them making the playoffs for a while. A playoff team, if they if they do make the playoffs, they have to win a playoff game. No more of this making the playoffs and losing in in the wild card and in the divisional round. If we make the divisional round. Uh, off the bat, we need to start winning postseason games, and I think that's going to take about four years. But I don't think his his job will be in jeopardy. Okay. Yeah, they let Jay Gruden stay for five years, so anything exactly. Possible. Right. That dude wasn't good from the time he got here. Uh, okay, Jay Hill, you want to put a button on this? I mean, I think in two years you make the playoffs. Now, whether you win that game. That I can't comment on, John, because I don't. I do see them in the playoffs. I just don't really have a clear understanding of how they made the playoffs. So like we know, seven to nine gets in playoffs in the East. So I think it won't be because of Haskins. I know that. But it Jeez. will be. I think. See, Jesus, that's the thing. Man. That's where you're wrong. It will be because of Haskins. Because oh, Haskins, wow. wait, wait. You think you think Haskins, Haskins are still be here? In two years? I do. I do. <laughs> okay. I, th- I think he'll still be here, too. I think he'll still be here. Because I think because yeah. I think he'll start that to see gonna be a what jet. Rivera is doing. What Rivera <laughs> is doing. He's going to be like, oh, all right, I can be part of this. You know, Rivera's turn. He's turned. He's definitely turning some things around. The defense is going to be – I really think the defense is going to be a lot better than, than, than John Lane believes. Um, but – I think that, along with Haskins really understanding the game and getting better, next year you make the playoffs. You might even win that first game. But, again, I think the defense is really what's going to support y'all throughout at least next year. Defense is going to support the team more than, more than the offense, which will well, get you okay. to the playoffs. All right. I like every point. argument. But I think this. I think the Washington football team will be better year two. I think it's a three-year turnaround before they actually start winning games, where they bring back some resemblance of a winning franchise. I don't know if if Haskins sticks around for that. Like honestly, I mean, the way that they the way that they move on quarterbacks in the NFL this time around, like it's it's kind of scary. Like you don't really have if you're not putting up numbers immediately, they kind of like. Done with like one and done. They're kind of done with you. I mean, maybe so, y'all get Breeze on his farewell tour. You know, you never wait know. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Good God. Breeze maybe is John's age. You know, this is. Wow. It's your last season. You can play over here. You know. No, no. <laughs> I thought the whole purpose of bringing Rivera in was so you get rid of this toxicity where you bring players that I, like. I'm not calling Breeze a has been because he's still putting up numbers for sure, but. If you brought him here, you're bringing him here with the intent of like having him go out with a big paycheck, because that's what they maybe, used to do. They maybe Rivera players. goes and gets Newton. Maybe he recruits Newton. Maybe. But you have to, you have to, you know, you know, Newton's contract is incentive based. If he plays well this year, he gets seven point five million. And he gets to resign with the Patriots. So you have, or he could, or or he doesn't have, or he doesn't have to resign. Right. Yeah, or he doesn't have to resign, and he'll get a huge contract somewhere else. Exactly. I don't give a fuck. So you say he's going to leave the Patriots and come here? Say it I'm again, Trey. That. Say it again, Trey. Well, no, no, no. Say yeah, it again, Trey. You, 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 you say he's going to leave the Patriots and come here? 
You know what? There's Washington, no not, reason for him to come Not never. Washington, not I don't like never. the snow. I don't like <laughs> the snow up here. I don't like the mm-hmm. snow up here. So let me go to Washington. It's close to the Carolina. Hell no. Remember all that Maybe talk they said here. about... <laughs> yo, remember all that talk that they said that um, they thought LeBron was going to come to the Wizards? When he was leaving Cleveland, and this is and this is the dumbest shit ever. When they thought Durant wait, was wait, coming, wait, wait. <laughs> exactly wait, wait. that was bad. And this is the dumbest. I'm gonna shit stop. Ever. I'm gonna stop oh, right here. Sorry, I'm gonna stop all y'all niggas right here. Durant never, LeBron and never, right? Cam well. Newton fucking never. <laughs> like yeah. it's never gonna happen. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? No, nah, he's not. He's not coming here. <laughs> I bet you Cam retires first. <laughs> Damn. He's like, oh, oh I, you, want me to, you want me to go there? <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to head out. I'm going to head out. Damn. He's like, give me my curious. Yeah, AJ. He's like, give me my curious George head. I'm out of here, man. I'm out. I can't take this. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you said he would. <laughs> damn. He wouldn't even take the bread. He's just like, nah, I don't even want the money to play that. Forget that. No, 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 no. I'm going to go ahead and be a model now. I'm good, man. I'm going to go there. My agent told me it was a wrap. Damn. All right, well, All right. we'll we'll see how this plays out too. I'm interested because he wouldn't be able to wear them outfits here neither. <laughs> yes, he would. Yeah, right, he yes, he would. Not, not here. No, he would not. Not in DC. He couldn't wear to go see. He couldn't wear to go see backyard, but he can wear him. He <laughs> would not. He can't walk around Northeast. He cannot. He cannot go get some chicken wings and mumbo sauce dressed like that. Nah, he could right. go to church. With, with all the gentrified <laughs> areas in this in this city, he could definitely walk around. He could ride a bike with that fucking. He could go to south. He could go to southwest. That's about it. Southwest True. and northern Virginia. Waterfront. He can go to waterfront. Where else is there to go? Exactly. Like right. Right. <laughs> all right. Okay. Cool. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, oh, I'm 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 almost remiss. I mentioned uh, Gail Sayers, Hall of Fame, first the first the youngest Hall of Fame inductee. And Bears legend passed away this week. We want to give a, a condolences to his family. Um, he was a football legend and a stand-up guy. So we want to make sure that we send our condolences out to his family. Um, yeah. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Trek Life, we're going to, we're going to bring Trek in officially to the show. This is Sports and Things. We'll be back. Hey, everybody. John Lane here. I want to let you guys know exactly where you can find us online. On Instagram and Facebook, it's at Sports and Things. The spelling, S-P-O-R-T-Z, underscore, and, underscore, things, T-H-I-N-G-Z. Yeah, we had to spell it that way. On Twitter, it's at IsSports. That's capital I, capital Z, sports with a Z. And you can find us there and get the latest updates on all things sports and all things music and all things things. Be sure to click the follow button too. Now let's get back to the program. And welcome back everybody to Sports and Things. I'm Dennis Turner, your host. I'm so excited we got this guest with us today. He's a he's a good friend of ours, Trek Life. What's up, brother? What's going on? Yeah. I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of like knowledge about this brother because he's 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 dope. He's a well-respected MC from his hometown, West Covina, California. He has uh-huh. five fully projects out. Um I'm sure you can find these projects on iTunes yeah, or iTunes, Spotify, all that. Yeah. There you go, there you go. He's worked with such brothers as Odyssey, Jansport J, Aloe Black. Absol, he worked with a bunch of people. Yeah, shout and, out Absol. Um, yeah, 
He's toured the U.S. and Europe. And then it says in your bio that after you got into... Um, uh-oh. 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 That what, Dracarys? Dracarys. Dracarys. Ooh. Oh. They, you got, now they you really, got the They really got him. You got, they you really got, got you. <laughs> nah, that was you, bro. But you said, did that? Did that? <laughs> All right. So <laughs> I, I'll take it from the touring. So, okay, here we go. It also says in your bio that after you finished, you toured U.S. and Europe, your, direct, your career took a direct, different uh, direction with uh, licensing music for McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's and, that's yeah. also dope. I'm also had... Say what? I'm loving it. <laughs> that was wow. the campaign. It was the, I'm loving the campaign. Yeah. There wow. Yeah. You do anything with also... Dwelle? Dude, that, that no, was that was Trelle. that was actually <laughs> it was before that. Like before it, it was before Dwelle? Yeah. Travis Scott. <laughs> so any so and he also has three shows. He has Rap Sucks Radio Podcast with Kevin Sedoka, uh, Kevin Sakota. Uh you have the Family Room Show. And you have the Laker post game stat rundown show called What's in the Box Track. Yeah. Yep. Dope. Yeah. So, sports and things, welcome Track Life. Yeah. Uh, thank you for having me, man. This is dope. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you were able to come on, man. We, we, we talked uh, like two weeks ago, maybe like a little before that, about having you on the show. And I was super excited because we, we both have a love for the Lakers. Ah. Mine is a little more recent because of the <laughs> Le, the the coming of LeBron, <laughs> but I know you're a diehard Laker fan. So I want to get into some questions with you before we get into some other um, NBA stuff. Um, sure. did, how did you get into sports? Did you grow up playing sports as a kid, or you just like just love? Sports I did. My my dad was a um, was a semi pro baseball player. He actually played. He also also played in the Navy or whatever. So uh, he tried to get me into baseball. I was scared of the ball. I hated it. Um, so basketball was my thing. Like, yo, okay. if I ain't got to play this, I'll play that. And, uh, of course I was, it was during the time of the Lakers, you know, Magic Johnson and Kareem and all of that when I was coming of age. Um, so yeah, it was, basketball was it. Uh, we also had like the Raiders was hot at the time, Marcus Allen. So it was, it was kind of a big deal. Sports was a big deal in LA cause we were, we were winning at the time. So yeah, that was a jump off. For sure. For sure. For sure. Uh, and I'm gonna let the I'm gonna let the guys ask you questions throughout the segment, and then we're gonna have another segment we bring you on. I just wanted to get the, the our audience familiar with you, and um, just just talk about your love for sports. Like, is it solely basketball, or do you do you delve into different sports as well? It is primarily NBA basketball. It's largely NBA basketball. I mean, I, I've okay. been into NBA basketball for since as long as I can remember. Um, but I do delve into other sports. It it just depends, really. Talk, being able to talk shit is really the most important thing. So it, it could be badminton. If I can find somebody in badminton that, that, that we could talk trash about while we're drinking brews, I'm, I'm on it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to yeah. be, be down like that. So uh, any other sport I'm into that's outside of the L.A. realm, Dodgers, you know, Lakers or what have you, it'll it'll be just kind of talking trash. You know what I'm saying? Talking shit. Well, it's, kind of, it's kind of fitting to have you on the show because we talk a lot of shit. On this show, hey, I, like I said, one of my one of the, it's it's a, a brief story, real quick. I remember y'all was out here. You was you was big on the Clippers, and I told you what Fuck was going to happen, and you wasn't saying. So honestly, told yo, honestly said, him, yo, you know, Dennis got a show, and I was like, I need to be on that show. Yeah, as soon him, as they lost, I'm like, Clippers. please call me, please call me to be on the show. Listen, I was getting ready to wait, hit wait. you. Wait, 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 wait. Yo, so that's hilarious. I have a disclaimer because it wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault that they blew yeah. that fucking team up. That team was dope as shit, and they blew it up. 
Every year they made it to the playoffs and then Blake Griffin got hurt. I told you. I told you. I told you every time I saw you. I used to Drek, I used to tell Dennis that Blake Griffin, to me, Blake Griffin was the reason why they would never excel in the playoffs because he was always getting injured. He was playing way too hard. And by the time they got to the playoffs, he was always getting injured. I always saw it. And I was like, I was like, you were, hey, you shut the fuck up. You shut up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember the DeAndre I Jordan jersey. I remember double taking. Like, yo, yeah. that's it. That's there it. you go. Yeah. 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 I still got that shit upstairs. <laughs> I'm ready to wash my car now. No, they no, still, I'm ready to wash my car now. <laughs> like, they still share the arena, right? Like, it's still it's still part of the Clippers yeah. house. And, yeah, they, they, like, they, I mean, they, I mean, Clippers just bought the space in Inglewood, though, so. Yeah. They're going to be moving. Oh, uh, word. But, yeah, right now, they still share the arena with no banners in it, so. Yeah, <laughs> but they can but they can revel in the, the city name though, right? Like we still Los Angeles, just having to be Clippers, you know. Not they not, have a not. their their <laughs> annual agreement. They use it more like an Airbnb because they're only there uh, <laughs> up until like April ish. Then they leave. Hey, right? Man, they are. Uh, come on, hey, come on, man. Donald Sterling worked very hard to get that. Right, he did yeah. work very hard with these Negroes. Worked very hard to make sure that everything <laughs> was in blacks. the trash when he left the way it started. But <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Yo, it's kind of funny to watch because the seats is purple. Everything in the building is like purple. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's and like come in, wow. Yeah. And so come in and play like we at home. No, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was better when they was at the sports arena. Well, again, man, I'm glad. I'm glad that we were able to finally get you on the show. We won't talk about the Clippers because you know. We just okay. won't do that. We won't do that. I mean, right. we saw Jay, Jay sent us a picture today of uh, the new Paul George shoes, and if that's an indication of where oh that season is going, I'm good, good on God. for the rest of my life. <laughs> Them joints is Christmas trash. <laughs> it was like stroke the furry wall wow. bad. It was like that bad. No. Stroke the furry wall. Somebody ball, said them joints are as ugly as his game in the playoffs. His playoff appearance, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's no, it's it's Somebody sitting Ooh, in the like that's not possible. It's sitting like the shoes wouldn't have been there because he didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, no. But yo, all right, I ain't finna say nothing else about the Clippers but this. This is the last thing I'm gonna say. We can move on from that. <laughs> when Paul George was getting ready to come to the Clippers, now I wanted him on the Lakers because I thought he was gonna, you know, pair up with a with a center. I thought they were gonna go get somebody like like Anthony Davis or whatever down the line. But I remember, because Westbrook's one of my favorite players in the league, I remember when he went two for 18, I'm talking Paul George, two for 18 in a, in a, in a closeout game, and everybody was blaming that game on Westbrook when he shot like 56% and balled out. And I was like, yo, that is quintessential Paul George. Because you, if you go two for 18, you got to stand up for your man. Like, yo, we didn't play very well. Y'all giving, y'all giving my homeboy an L and he deserved Nah, Paul George walked out there like he didn't do nothing and then left the next season. Like, I'm like, yo, you, you trash for that. You whack. I'm glad I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm glad I'm leaving. Right, shooting, shooting right over the backboard. <laughs> I mean, look, hey, Jay, you Arthur Rich, he was shooting like this. He was like, hey, man, I'm out of here, man. Like, he didn't oh, want that. Yeah. <laughs> he was shooting the ball like he didn't want it. All right. Like All right Bill okay. I, I, I ain't finna get a Clippers no more else, but I, I did have to make sure I, I, you know, shouted you out for that Clipper reference. I still got my jersey. It's okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, well, let's, move, let's question, move on to trade. Um, yeah, the next question is, uh, I, I know you host uh, a whole bunch of shows. I kind of checked out some of your YouTube and, and stuff like that. You got a bunch of shows you host, and you got a music career. You got a family. Um, you know, uh, I don't know, maybe other hobbies, bird watching. I don't know what else you do. <laughs> but how do you balance all that stuff, man? 
um, the music career took a, a large backseat to everything, uh, especially like with my daughters, especially. So uh, touring was a major part of making money in, in the music, right? Obviously. And um, I didn't want to leave my daughters for that amount of time. So really this, the hosting shows kind of replaced the music, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I might record a song here or there or prepare like a project really slowly, but uh, cutting out the music and the touring and all of that was really what made space for the for the shows and the licensing and, and things of that nature. So that's really been the, the bag. One thing replaced the other. Got it. Cool. Word up. So I can, I'm going to ask another question on top of that. What what do you find that you have more time, like more fun doing? Is it producing the shows or like actually being on the air and like putting together the content for the shows? Like which, which, uh, which being on the air. part of the process. Okay. Being on the air. Being on the air is, is the most fun. Especially especially uh because I'm not doing I mean the only show I do by myself is what's in the box, right? Which is simple. It's it's really stats because that's I'm more of a stat person than like a, a, a lore person, if you will. Mm-hmm. So uh so I really like the numbers, but being on a show with Kev and interacting with people when I'm interviewing them for the family room, like it's it's the interaction. It's it's the trash talk. It's the, you know, being able to kick it with the homies, especially now, man, with COVID, you're really checking in with people on Zoom and, you know, on the internet. So I, it's kind of the way to kick it with the homies right now. So being on air is the most sure. fun. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. But let's let's get into some some NBA questions since we have you, or like just some NBA topics since we have you, sure. um, for the time we have you. Um, and let's start with the Lakers. Um, well, we won't talk about what's happening currently, but like, how do you think, what do you think is the, the chances to make it to the NBA Finals? Like, we know that they lost the last game. It, it looked kind of kind of bleak in that game for sure. But, you know, yeah. we all have our opinions about who's going to be in the Finals. We, we gave our predictions last week, and we, we're pretty much saying it's going to be Heat versus Lakers. But mm-hmm. So I want to get your take on how the Lakers get to the NBA Finals. I say Celtics versus Lakers. Yeah, but you, you don't count. Celtics versus Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, I, I would agree with the Heat versus the Lakers, especially at this point. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying anything fresh now with, with where Miami is in their series. Uh, but, look, Malone is a smart coach, man. Like, Denver, Denver's a very well-coached team. They, they're they not a four-quarter team, which is their biggest problem. They, they don't play the whole game. But them dudes run, and if they decide to play defense, they're a super elite team. So yes. I'm, not, I'm not counting the Lakers out because I think that the Lakers are better. Uh, when they play elite, they're better than I feel like any team in the league right now. But it's not going to be a simple series. I didn't think it was going to be a sweep. I definitely didn't think – I don't even think it will be in five. I think I think they're going to test them because the Nuggets are, are damn well coached, man. So, you know, I, let's give it six or seven, and I see the Lakers versus Miami when, it all, when it's all said and done. And really the Lakers got to avoid injury and fatigue at this point. And I, I know I said Lakers in five. I think – I switched my answer to sweep, and then they lost, and I was like, "Shit!" So I went back to five. <laughs> I, I'm saying um, seven still. I'm going with seven. And I, th- yeah. I think me and Jay said. I think me and Jay I said, said five. You know, Jay I said, said sweep. I said five. I, said I, I can't remember what Trey said. I so said seven. Five, five, six. I don't okay. know. Okay. What, whatever happens, in hindsight, I was right. <laughs> I like that. What? <laughs> That like sounds that's like that's, that's exactly how I call it. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm not talking to John. I'm not speaking to John. Yeah. <laughs> he, did a, he did a self mute on John. He, he muted John. That's great. Man, I can't. I can't. Yeah. I can really okay. the devil. So moving on to the if we if we if we're all like in cahoots with the Lakers 
going looking like it's going to take on the Lakers and the Heat. How do you see that series playing out if we actually get to a Lakers Heat final series? Um, Lakers and six. If they if the Lakers play big, Lakers and six. Uh, I mean, it, look again. I'm going back to coaching, man. Spoelstra is an excellent coach. I had hella arguments with people years ago about Spoelstra. People was like, "Yeah, he just got lucky." I'm like, "Yo, that dude is a, another very good coach, especially defense. Very underrated. Yep, highly underrated coach. So uh, I think that you know." Between that and Jimmy Butler and, and Goran Dragic being healthy, which is kind of the big thing about having four months off, players that are usually injured at the end of the season are now healthy. So you're seeing some dudes that you know are fire in the league now actually playing to their potential. Goran Dragic would be one of them. So um, the Lakers are the, one of the worst defenses against point guards in the league uh, statistically. So uh, with that being said, you know, Lakers in six, uh, gets if it gets to a game seven, Man, just like this series, if, if it gets to a game seven, I think the Lakers are in danger. You know what I'm saying? I, I think. Yeah, you know, I, it's, it, it's interesting that. you say that because I have had a tremendous amount of respect for the Heat because of how they've been playing defense yeah. and the way that they the way that they've gotten to the Eastern Conference Finals is because of their defense. And the one thing that I'm always sort of leery about is how the Lakers play against a very good defensive team. Now, I will say the Heat don't play good defense all the time. Um, but and, and LeBron seems to take advantage of teams who have a down game. Mm-hmm. So if the Heat don't show up, LeBron will take advantage, and he will take those games away from them. But I'm curious to know uh, from you if both teams – if the Lakers bring their A offensive game and the Heat bring their A defensive game, like who would win? Let's just say game one. Who do you game think one? would win in that battle? Yeah. Um, Lakers, if it, because the Lakers are also a top five defense. On, on, the, on their words today, they're a top five defense. So if I'm bringing my A offensive game and I'm a top five defensive team, I, I don't think that there's a lot that you can do. Um, the, the Heat play excellent defense, but here's the issue. Uh, you got to force the Lakers to shoot jump shots. And if you can't do that, uh, if you don't have a size to do that, the Lakers are going to be in the middle of the paint, and that's going to be your problem. Bam is nice. I'm, there's no 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 uh, knock on, on anybody they got in the paint, but the Lakers are too big. If they're bringing their A offensive game, that means they're in the paint, they're outscoring you in the paint, and there's nothing Miami can do about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm so, going to ask, like, yeah. what, what do they do about Anthony Davis? Like, what do you do about a player that can that can come out the paint but go also, he can drive, he can post up, he can shoot. What do you do with yeah. a player like that that can go from – You lose to him. As well. You, you lose yeah. to him. That's take true. that L. <laughs> yeah, for real. I think, I think you take that L. You take that L. When he's when he's on, man, it, it's it's hard to see anybody beating that squad. When when him and LeBron are, are on, it's just hard to see it. You know, I would say that if they weren't on the Lakers, if, if it was – if the roles were reversed and the Nuggets were the Lakers, I'd be on this show saying, you know – the Nuggets is going because when those two players is at, on their A game, is what can you really do? All right. So again, is what can? Uh oh, Dracarius, Dracarius got me again. God damn it! Yep. Okay. What what can <laughs> what can the Heat do if in in a series against the Lakers? What can they realistically do to win a seven game series? Force them to shoot jumpers. That's what yeah. that's what the Nuggets did last game. Yeah. Force some force some kill Anthony Davis. <laughs> <laughs> that man said kill. Damn. 
<laughs> but even then, if, if Anthony Davis will get complacent and not going to the paint, he won't even look at the paint. What do you have? Two rebounds last game? Like if you, if, if yeah, you only got two the whole game. This is crazy. That was it's at like, the end of the game, by the way. Those were both yeah. at the end of the game. Right, right. He has zero going into the, into the fourth quarter. So he'll get complacent if you if you will if he wants to play complacent like that. The Lakers can't shoot <laughs> not very well. You know, what I'm saying both statistically and visually the way they clank uh, shots off the backboard when they're not playing well. So if Miami decides to do that, then then it's on. But I still don't think they have the size, regardless. So you know. I think right. I think it's a wrap, like not a wrap, like in a sweet manner. A lot of people have been, <laughs> you know, people kind of hit me up. Like I said, it's a big trash talk thing for me. So people hit me up, like, "Yo, you saying the Lakers is just going to dominate?" I'm like, "No, nah, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it's you got seven. You got to beat them over seven games, and with a, with a squad built the way that they're built, that's not a simple task when you don't have the size to match up with a player like Anthony Davis um, playing power yeah. forward at that." No, you're right. Exactly. You're right. Exactly. Uh, Jay Hill, ask your question. We're going to go and just go keep going through the questions at this point. All right. Um, so I know you're a diehard Lakers fan, <clears throat> as we can okay. see. I know y'all can't see his background right now because it's audio, but he has uh, the greats, the retired, the NBA Hall of Famers, yeah. you know, as his backdrop. So um, every season, every new season, do you – analyze how to fix this team to where you think they didn't do enough during the off season or are you content to see what, what they have and maybe this could work? Uh, let me tell you what's funny. Listening to y'all talk about the, the Washington football team is funny because that was me um, three or four seasons ago. Just being like, you got to fire this dude, kill this dude, get rid of this dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's, it's, it, <laughs> um, but when your team is it, when when they picked up LeBron, it, it started to be more of like a okay, um, maybe this could work. LeBron and the young dudes, like you, it was a it was a toss up. When when we went into the season this year, it was like, all right, look, you got to win with this squad. You know what I'm saying? I think I thought they put together the right pieces. They were a little old, uh, but outside of that, I I thought you know. I didn't really have any tweaks with this, but man, when we're going through the D'Angelo Russell days, I like D'Lo, I'm not dissing him, but going to the Jordan, when Jordan Clarkson was our best player and Nick Young was our second best player. I mean, oh my I, God. I was, yo, I was, I was emailing Jeannie Buss, like, yo, this is what you got to do. Like, I felt like, you know what I'm saying? I needed to have <laughs> yeah, an answer. Man. So Lonzo Ball <laughs> was not the answer? Is that what you're saying? Uh, <laughs> not well, not if he was going <laughs> to shoot 30%. Like, nah, nah. No, and um, 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 and D'Angelo Russell is a snitch. Thank you. <laughs> wow, wow. Me, me. Look, look. Hey, Trick. Me, me, and John were on tour, and I went on. I went into this rant about how bad Lonzo Ball was. I went into like this. I was like belligerent with frustration. I was. I was. I was turning red. I was like, he needs to go. You need yeah. to, he needs to fucking a go. Lot, a lot of people like, were like that. Pull this yeah. fucking band yeah. over. I'll go. I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was serious. I was... The ill thing is hey. if he was picked like 15th, we'd be yeah, all right. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Sure. Sure. Second pick, you, um, you got to be better. Yeah. Let me so get your the, thoughts, so Trent. Well, hold, uh, hold on. So what, just, just to finish this up. So what was the, what is the piece that's still missing? Let me ask you. Right now? If there is one. Yeah, if there is one. Uh, if, they, well, if it doesn't happen, if it doesn't happen this year, oh God! If it doesn't happen this year, it's a it's a wrap. 
I think. You know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, let's let's so, keep it real. Like other easy. teams are going to be showing up. The Golden State's going to be healthy next year. Brooklyn is going to be. You don't have AD on the contract though, right? And right, and AD's not not locked in. So uh, this year's got to be the year. If if there if there if the Nuggets prevail, there are a lot of questions. I think you had a, a, the team that should win this year overall. I don't really know what you do next year. Everybody's going to want to go to different spots. Uh, the, uh, I would assume that Dwight Howard's going to want to go get his last bit of money somewhere, right? He showed enough to be on mm. somebody's bench making more money. So hey, fuck Dwight Howard. Hey. <laughs> Coming from the Wizards office. Damn, that's man. a Wizards oh, man. Okay. Actually, that's yeah. the official statement from the Washington Wizards. <laughs> like, 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 right, right before they signed him, they signed him and they were like, fuck that dude. We just signed I him. I thought the illest thing about uh, throwing the Wizards in, in, the, in the mix for a little bit, the illest thing about KD going to Jersey was it's, or I'm sorry, Brooklyn is kind of the same situation, right? A point guard that, that you know, saying a, a dynamic point guard. A quick surrounding team with shooters. I, I thought that's where, where the Wizards were, you know, with needing to kind of put it together. So I thought the idea of, of him going to the Nets was like, you could have done that with the Wizards, in my opinion. But maybe I right. I mean, he, he's, the problem is the, the personality fact, part. That's exactly it. Close, he didn't want to be that close to all the influences, positive or negative. He wanted that fair. space between his fair. family. Yeah, but as a fair trade, he, he come wants back to – yeah. He, as a fair trade, he decided to go to Brooklyn and deal with uh, Kyrie Irving's personnel. Right, so right, right. We'll see how that goes. They're looking like best friends right now. Got them yeah, hanging. We'll, we'll, we'll see when they start playing games. We'll see. Yeah, I will bet you on some dumb shit. He's going to want to ride off into the sunset in Washington. Can y'all sign me for like a one-year deal at the end of my fucking career? And I career? hope we say no. I hope nah, we say you know, no. You know we'll do it. Hey, gonna, uh, yeah, we go to the Washington football team. That'll put people in the stands. It's going to happen. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. Um, let me get your thoughts, Trek, on uh, the NBA bubble and how they were able to sort of, you know, keep COVID away. Uh, and do you think before the season started that they should have just canceled all sports or were you all gung-ho about them giving it a try and seeing where this goes? Uh, when I heard about the bubble, I was, all, I was gung-ho about it. I, I really didn't have any, um, you know, man, like any idea because – Really, I thought about the coaches. Some of the coaches were of, of ages where they were in more danger of, of getting sick when they got sick uh, than others. So I'm like, how do you protect these coaches? Some of these coaches, legacy coaches that have had legendary careers. Like, do you want to put them in a situation where they're in harm's way because you decided to continue to play? <clears throat> so but I thought I think the bubbles are uh, kind of been a dual. It's been a duality. It's been. Sort of like, wow, this is pretty dope that y'all came up with this situation where everybody has been able to stay healthy and continue to play the game in spite of being away from their families, which seems to be the greatest sacrifice that we all know about from touring, right? But also, it's been ultra competitive because ain't nothing else to do. You know what I mean? There's nothing else to do but but body folks if you can. So teams like the Nuggets, teams like Phoenix with a bunch of young dudes who ain't got nobody at home, no way. They was out for blood. So I think that it, it served a dual purpose. Where it's going with, like, say, for example, college sports, how some football teams are deciding not to play. Some schools aren't playing. I kind of get that because you've got a travel schedule. And, again, you have these legacy coaches. But with the NBA, I think they did an excellent job, man. I'm, I'm, like, I'm real. Like with, 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 all, with all the other sports, too, like, um, we know that the NHL had zero cases. Uh, Major League Baseball had the most. When um, NFL was getting ready to start, they did, I think, over 500 tests 
before the mm-hmm. Thursday night opening game and they came back with zero cases. So did that sort of sway how you thought the other sports should continue on and the way that baseball, even though they had the highest number of cases, the way that they were able to truncate everything so that it ended on time, did that sort of sway your thoughts? Uh, not even thinking about the NBA bubble, but just thinking about these three other sports. Were you, were you like, no, let's see how this works. Or were you like, no, we got to cancel. We got to cancel this right away. I thought teams that didn't have a bubble ideology should cancel. That was my, my thought. Um, I'm a victim. I was a victim of reading the news. Like, what was it? All the Phillies, like 15, 18 yeah. players of the Phillies of God. Yeah. I was like, yo, this is what happens. So um, when football was getting ready to start, I was, I was terrified. Like, I mean, you know, relative to people being healthy. Like I was like, yo, this, that's a scary proposition. And I'm still sort of that way <laughs> right now, even though it seems to be going well, I'm still like, this is a, a great concern um, for teams that don't have a, a, a safe, secluded place to play, which is real difficult for the other sports, much more difficult than basketball. So to answer your question, man, I'm, I'm still kind of on the fence about continuing it. It, it seems to be going well, but sure. if it goes wrong, it's wrong. Like that's it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For, for some people. So, you know, that's, that's a great concern. All right, cool. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back with more with Trek when we come back after this break. So again, it's just posting things. We'll be right back. Right up. Hold up. Before we go on, do you have a hot take for the Sports and Things crew? Send us a DM on Instagram or Twitter. Maybe we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll debate something that you want to talk about. Either way, hit us up. Now back to the episode. And welcome back to Sports and Things, everybody. Um, I'm glad that we were able to get Trek on the show. Thanks, Trek, for coming on the show, man. It's been great having you and hearing your insight on the Lakers and just sports in general, brother. Hey, uh, wait. Thank you for You know me, what? But I just I just remember one thing. Trek didn't tell the story about his first tour with Odyssey. Oh, man. All right, so you you particularly wanted to hear the part about my fashion choices and me not realizing <laughs> what cold weather was like. All right. So real real quick, yo, I had never seen snow before in my life, like before I toured with Odyssey. So uh, we went. Oh, wow. <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like it was I it, only on television. So, um, man, I didn't know how to dress. Like I didn't know what to, I didn't have no, no cold weather clothes. Ooh. So my sister Ooh. let me borrow this like red, bright red, like ski jacket. <laughs> like, it was like, <laughs> and it was the only coat I had, man. Like, it was like, a, it was like a windbreakers. <laughs> it was like a, yeah, like a windbreaker slash just not ready for the weather. So anyway, uh, we, we're in London, right? Where, uh, you know, people don't really wear bright colors. So we're going to get, we're going to get food, man. Like the whole, I'm talking, it felt like everybody on the block from children to grandmothers was like, what in the hell is this dude wearing? And from, from then on, wherever we went, it just felt like that. Like, like, damn, why is everybody <laughs> staring at me? Because I had this goofy coat on. Finally, man, I just I just started to endure the weather. Like, yo, I just took, I didn't wear the coat no more. I was out there like a t-shirt, like, I'm just out of freeze. Because like, I just got tired of looking goofy, man. It was just so bad. The fun, the funny yeah, part yeah. of that story, Odyssey says, is uh is you know, they would always they would always ask you, they're like, yo, man, you you all right? Are, are you cold? You're like, no, man, I'm cool. <laughs> like, oh, man, I'm cool. He was. He was sucking it up pretty well. He was like, Yo, oh, cool. He was, he was freezing his ass off. I, I was out there freezing like a pair of gloves <laughs> and like a hoodie in, in the snow. But uh, it was the ridicule was worse than the, than the frostbite, man. <laughs> I got tired of it. But yo, that was my first time. That was actually my first time ever 
uh, seeing snow and seeing it fall from the sky. Like I had, you know, we seeing it on the side of the road and we was in Sweden. mind blowing, ain't it? Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Like I was like, yo, this this happens. That's yeah. it. And I went home and was like, okay, and we don't ever have to experience that again. Yeah. 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 It only Driving it, it seems like insanity. That shit is nah, it, 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 it only sucks when you get through the snow. Drive vehicle. That's just yeah. I total, I total, you total, total, total one car and damaged another one in the snow. I like it. It's fun. No, I, I, I don't like it. <laughs> um, that sounds like, like some problems. I don't ever want to have nothing to do with it. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. We got we got uh, fires and, and earthquakes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. we we good enough. You're a car. You don't need no more snow. So yeah, at all. So, have you had? I I got a question. Have you had a a experience on tour that's like that has changed your perspective of the world? You know, like we've all been around the world playing music and doing shows and stuff. Have you had an experience that kind of like changed the way you saw things, like from where you're from to like just developed you as a person? Um. So I knew that, of course, Pan Africans, right? Like I, I knew. Uh, culturally, people were different across the world, especially Black folks, you know what I'm saying, of all, of all African descent. What I didn't know was that they didn't know about slavery. So I'm in London kind of having conversations with people who had no idea about, um, about you know, slavery in the United States, particularly, and I'm like, yo, wait a minute, y'all think that the things is just like this? That we just, you know, that, that whatever's happening with Black folks in America is just happening? Like, we landed, and then you know, folks started tripping or whatever. Like, nah, this is there were there were steps to this. Uh, laws created to destroy us as people. You know, towns burned, just all sorts of things. These are things that they didn't know. So, um, some of the judgment of Black Americans started to make sense after I started hearing what they had, what they didn't know about about American history. And it also started to make sense that they didn't know, right? Like, I, but I'm not, I'm not saying this was to a man, but on occasion I'll be having a conversation with somebody and just, just their opinion on, on black folks in the city would be like, yo, what, where did you get that from? So that was kind of life changing, man. It made me, it made me really think about the world and what the, what the rest of the world sees and their perspective on it when they don't have knowledge or information of how, how we got here. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's always crazy. It's one thing to see see how uh, world news covers something as opposed to being in it. Yes, and I'm super keen to it now. Even the fires, people will hit yeah. you up. I mean, something like y'all have a, a you know a blizzard or a weather event, and it might have a strong effect in one part of town, but it has no effect in most of the city or most of the area. But your family will call you from out of town, like, "Yo, y'all, all right? is your house up? Is, it, is your roof on?" Like, it, you know. It's kind of the same with us. Um, the fires are, well, they're relatively close to me, but not close enough for my whole, my house to be burning down. But the way that the, the news portrays it as it goes abroad, you would think that the whole city's on right fire. Next so, door to you. Yeah, right, so right. I, I wasn't keen to that. I wasn't hip to that before we traveled. I'm, I'm much more hip to that now, much more keen to it now. Yeah, no, it's crazy because I, I have a friend that lives in Oakland and she sent me some pictures from her house. Yeah, her same, backyard, yeah. And It was like yeah. orange and I was like, Yo, why are you still there? <laughs> kind of like, 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 like Trey's <laughs> background. And she's like, well, where am I going to go? Like, <laughs> just like, like, what am I going to do? I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense too. You know what I'm saying? So like the yeah. way that they, the way that they just kind of spin stuff in the media is super, like if, you, if you're not there to see it for yourself, you know, to kind of get into it, it's, it's super weird. Man, so Yeah, they yeah. want to make you feel like, they want to make you feel like it's happening in your own backyard. So, right. you right. know, that's that's how it works. But we got Trey right. on in over here, man. We got it. We got it. 
I'm just old, man. I'm old. I don't want to hear about no forest fires. I don't want to hear about no California fires, man. What's going on? I'm trying to find Dan Slater. Only you can prevent that. Only you can prevent those fires. All right, so let's get into this next segment. We're going to get into the artist of the week. And since we have Trey, who is an artist, um, we're going to get your artist of the week first, man. You, you can give us your artist of the week, who you're listening to, why you're listening to them. Just kind of plug people into what you're listening to right now. Um, um, so Wait, uh, you said Trey or Trey? My bad. Trey I or Trey? Trey? I meant Trey. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you yeah. said Trey. You're not, you're not, not the guest. Trey. You're not the guest. You said you did say Trey. You said yeah, Trey. Yeah, though, sorry. Like, but Trey, you live here, so Trey. Yeah, Trey sorry. Hill. Trey Hill. <laughs> Trey Hill. Trey Hill. <laughs> Trey, Trey Hill Lane. Trey Hill Lane, yo. Wow. That's, That's like a the name of our new, uh, our new boy band. You remember oh, that? Uh, wait, wait. You remember that scene? You remember that scene from Ken Peele? They had the four players with the weird names? Like, yes. Dark Carius, yeah. Dark Carius, Dark Carius, <laughs> the third. Yeah, football players. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, Trek, 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 give us your artist of the week, bro. Um, producer named Duke Westlake. Uh, he Ooh, just won the yes. Smack Pack battle. Um, yo, he's he's been ill for. It. He actually produced my last record as well. But that's that's null and void really because his other stuff is is actually like hitting right now. Yes, that Smack Pack battle was crazy. So yeah, Duke Westlake is my is is my artist of the week, man. Like All he's right. he's been killing it. Uh, let's go, John. I'm going to stay on the West Coast. I'm going to go with Dame Funk. Uh, he is a master at recreating the funk, keeping it alive uh, as George Clinton passes the baton. Uh, the, the dude's just a master. Uh, very innovative and very inspirational. He's got a couple of uh, Spotify playlists where he f- features uh, other artists. Um, artists you may not have heard of and they're spectacular and he has a uh, a hashtag on instagram called hashtag df collection where he will post a vinyl record from a vintage vinyl record that is all funk based some of it is like uh kind of like a, a, a what is it easy listening but it's the type of easy listening that we all enjoy so yeah that's my artist of the week dame funk word up okay uh trey um, I'm going to go with, uh, Joe Henderson's big band album. Um, oh yes. No surprise. No good, surprises good there. One. Yeah. That's a good hey, one. Hey, we're going to have to have one, uh, contribution that John's never heard. We have to this day, we have not <laughs> had one that John hasn't. John's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I was just listening to that in my car. Well, wait, wait, Every John- time. Wait, wait, wait. It happens because John's 1,400 years old. He knows all the music from the last <laughs> No. Listen, I, I invented music, okay? <laughs> hey, wait, 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 wait. You know, the, you know the Bible said that Satan was a musician. So wait. <laughs> yes, I was his teacher. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> damn. I thought Satan. Young, young Lucifer was so promising, but he was oh, just a little gosh. arrogant. Just a, just yeah. a, just anyway. a smidge. Just a smidge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, All right. Joe Henderson. But anyway, yeah. Uh, so um Joe Henderson's big yeah, band John from, is from on the nineties. Yeah. Yeah, that's a dope record. Sorry. Yeah, it's really good. All right. Uh, uh, J Hill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> yeah, I recorded that one with Moses back in the day. Um, so uh, John was holding. The, he was holding the boom mic like this. <laughs> <laughs> Moses, hold that mic up. No, 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 no. I got you. I got you. No move. I got you. <laughs> we can make the burning bush sound real if we get close enough oh. to the fire. You're not. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm on location uh, visiting uh, moms down here, and we took a ride, and she put a CD in, and I thought back to how amazing this vocalist was. So I'm going with Phyllis Hyman. Oh yeah, like absolutely. She, she was uh, really like she, I think she was like seven feet tall. I know that's exaggeration, but she was a woman of large stature and like very commanding and like she just knew knew how to get her point across in every way whether she was singing on the mic or just talking to somebody she was she was very um no nonsense is the way i'll put it so um yeah so it was really 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 like felt real good to hear that again so phyllis hyman phyllis hyman was a good one i was i was actually just on the uh School day soundtrack, like last week. Ah, uh, mm, mm-hmm. Don't ask me why. I just I just pulled it up on iTunes and it was. Yeah. It, she was on it. And, you know, they actually gave uh, Tisha Campbell a credit on that on that um, soundtrack too. She had a yeah, song man. on that. Anyway, so my my artist of the week is going to be a, a mix of Midwest and West Coast, and it's going to be J Lib Champion Sound. Like, I was I was I went back and I listened to it again. I was I was in a rehearsal and I was just playing some stuff for um, uh, for Fred, my friend Fred, and I was just in his basement just playing some stuff and I was like, "Yo, this stuff is crazy!" Like the stuff that they were doing, like was yeah. was ahead of its time. And it's just like for those two guys to kind of come together, but not physically come together to do that record was, you know, it's it's. I think anybody who's a hip hop fan or anybody who loves music should go check that record out because that record is like classic. Straight classic. Can't be yeah, touched. Man. It's just like it's super dope. Um yeah. So, yeah, so there you have it. Um I want I want to give uh, Trek an opportunity to plug some of the things that he's doing. So Truck, you have the floor, man. Plug your stuff, man. Word up. Um a lot of what I've been doing has been, you know, on Twitch and on YouTube, etc. So first first actually Instagram is the best place to check me out. So if you want to find out anything I'm working on, uh at Trek Life on Instagram. I have a show, interview show called The Family Room, where I interview my peers, uh, people that I've worked with before. Um, I've interviewed a person that works and owns uh, cannabis businesses. I just kind of like to talk to people and kind of get their inspiration, why they do what they do. Uh, that's The Family Room, that's 6.30 p.m. Pacific time on Saturdays. We have Rap Sucks Radio with my homeboy, Kev Sakota. We go through kind of political news and, and entertainment news and all sorts of news. We just give our commentary on that. That's uh, rapsucksradio.com on that comes that drops on Tuesday mornings, and um, what's in the box? I mean, that's going to come to an end. But that's my Laker, my Laker post game where I just kind of go through the stats, win and loss. I'm I'm not in it to diss other teams. You can get that from ESPN if you want to talk trash about players. I'm just I'm just into the yeah. numbers. I just want to know why this yeah. this happened. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, that's that's where it's at, man. I'm I'm not we're not really into tabloids or, or downplaying, down talking anything. I want to be inspiring. I want to make sure that people get their flowers when I talk to them. So. That's what I'm about. At Track Life on Instagram. Holla at me. 
Sweet, yeah. sweet. And, and, and um, your Lakers sports show is that it comes around every NBA season, correct? It's yeah. So I started this season. The plan was to get through eighty-two games, which, as y'all can, as y'all know, uh, wasn't possible. Um, so uh, with, with and with all the. I don't know, with all with all the things that start to go on, you know, police brutality and things like that, it just it just didn't feel right to hop on and be talking about sports. So I kind of did it. Um till we till we get into the to the finals, which I I'm sure the Lakers be there. Shout out. Sure. So uh but yeah, that's it's after every game, after every Laker game, the day after, morning after, you can catch it on, on Instagram. Nice, nice. So again, man, we want to thank Trek for coming on the show, man. Thank you for taking the time Thanks, to sit Trek. And talk with us, sit man, through our and all that yeah, shit, man. man. We gotta have we gotta have you on again, like after the season's over to see how it all how it all happens with the Lakers. And, you know. So again, yeah, man, man, thank you for coming on, bro. Um, I want to take thank a second. You. Yeah, thank you, man. I want to take a, a second to plug two things that we have coming up or things that came out. So, uh, Odyssey and Good Company have released uh, at home Tiny Desk concert. You can check it out on NPR. Tinydesk.org or is it NPR.org or NPR tinydesk.com. You can check it out on either one of those sites. I think it's, it's tinydesk.com. It's, it's on it's on the Instagram and, and uh, okay. YouTube. Yeah, just just check it out, man. We it was a it's a 20 minute concert that we we went um we went and shot up in Pennsylvania. Uh, we had a good time doing it. Um so yeah, check it out, NPR.org. And this coming week, this Monday, um my friend, uh, the guy I'm a musical director for, Frederick Yarnay, he's headlining the DC Jazz Festival. Um, so you can check that out at, at DC Jazz Fest. You can get tickets. Uh, I think the tickets are available at uh, gatherbeevents.dc.com. You can get tickets there. It's, a, it's also a drive-in um, music experience. So if you get tickets, you can drive in there and come watch the cars in real time. Um, so those are two things that we got going on. Check out the Tiny Desk, check out DC Jazz Fest. Um, this is Sports and Things. You can catch us on at IZ Sports on Twitter and at Sports and Things with Z's on Instagram. Again, I'm your host, Dennis Turner, Trey Healy, John Lane, and Jay Hill. And our guest, Trek Life, man. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll check All you right, next man. week. All right. Peace. Peace. All right. Like slumming, child like pumping over podcasts and stereo. Every O, you want more than that whole hum, so here we go. Yeah, we go from bars to beats to podcast or astro turf with balls and clicks like that, y'all. Talking sports and things, talking sports and things. Priest the nomad, uh, talking sports and things. We're talking sports and things. D Turner, John Lane, talking sports and things. Baby, we're talking sports and things. Trey Illy, Drake Hill, talking sports and things. Talking sports and things, yeah. DC, baby. Thanks for listening to Sports and Things featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and Dennis Turner. Be sure to follow and subscribe for our upcoming episodes. You can also reach the team on Instagram at 
S-P-O-R-T-Z-A-N-D-T-H-I-N-G-Z, and on Twitter at I-Z-S-P-O-R-T-Z. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.